0: What's up, bro?
1: I'm doing good. Hello from Silicon Valley. How are you? Uh,
0: I've been real busy, man. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of a lot of work, man. I've been I, I did some consulting work uh this week with a few brands. Um been making some real connections too for people to present some ideas. So we're gonna see how they go in the next, you know, next couple of months. Really, really prepared for um this next decade, to be honest with you. I uh, um where do we start, man? It's it's so much going on in, in in the financial segment and the tech segment. And I I know where I, I know where we can start off.
1: Yeah, it keeps getting more interesting. There's more surprises coming. I mean I, just
0: yeah, I think yeah. it's way more surprises and opportunities, man. Like when I when I saw that when I saw that Apple was talking about working on a car, I I got kind of excited, man. Not 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 for the simple fact that they, that they were doing a car, but I could see the actual car makeup having the physical capabilities of what Apple Apple products are uh on and what they're about.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've seen a couple of the Apple cars out here testing, uh, I, I knew Solon that used to work on the Apple, Apple car project. So that division's called Apple special projects group, Apple, mm-hmm. Apple SPG. Yep. Um, they're very, very secretive. I um, can tell, I can tell. But you know, that, that's Apple it's, it's like, they got that cult following. As soon as we find, hear about anything, you know, I'm going, I'm going in an Apple. <laughs> Everyone pounces on it. I I did not expect that reaction in the stock price. Like I, I thought that the that the Apple car was already well known. It looked like the price of it wasn't baked in yet. And that little rally kind of shows now. Yeah. The stock price recognizes it. I, I think so too, because um
0: when I when I think about technology, I think about Apple. It's one of the first companies that come to mind. Also like Amazon comes to mind too. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Bezos moved from like books and selling books at the garage and at the home. And plus he had, you know, the parents' money to help support that, but like, to actually see he's into the tech space, man, it's, it's crazy, bro. But yeah, Apple, I feel like Apple is that long-term stock that I'm really focused on this next decade to be able to invest for my, not only myself, but really for the next generation. That's, that's, that's one of my mm-hmm. goals, like to, to, to put it, to put it in their, to put it in their portfolio. Cause I, I don't see it stopping anytime soon.
1: Yeah. Another event that happened today to the stimulus pass. So we're going to get $600 checks for everyone, uh, $300 a week unemployment for 11 weeks. And they're already talking about another stimulus package, another 2k. So um one one way to react to that is all right so you're getting some probably getting some extra cash yeah uh, and uh, if you're already investing like, like you, you don't want that cash is sitting under your mattress you know it's nah, not it's no, not doing nothing
0: nah.
1: yeah if you if you don't have any investment ideas or if you um don't don't know where to look i would rather give my money to apple and let them go do things you know invent new things for me like I i I trust where, where they're going, their futuristic vision, uh, but 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 don't don't sleep on it under, under your mattress. You know. Nah. Put it put it somewhere. I I trust Amazon. You know, it's gonna do something. They're gonna be launching rockets, or Apple's gonna be integrating their iOS probably into the electronics of a car, or making it self-driving. Like they they got a bright future ahead. That's a good place to so, to store your store your money so it keeps working for you. I
0: think Bitcoin too. I think
1: Bitcoin is another
0: um piece that I would say invest into, but before you know we kind of tapping into bitcoin like what are what are some companies like what are a few companies that you would say or suggest to invest into that's dealing with these autonomous cars like I had a couple it was a couple of companies that came across some of the um some of the different talks that I had going on i'm a, i'm a, I'm gonna look it up and tell you exactly who it was um you might you might have already heard of them. Uh,
1: yeah, what's yeah what's 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 up there in the headlines already? That's VL,
0: one is VLDR, and one is LAZR.
1: All right, so Another. that's a hard that's a hardware play. they make the the lasers. Uh, they're called lidars. They, they shoot Lidar. a beam. Lidar. Lidar. Yeah. Okay. So they shoot a beam of light, uh-huh. and by measuring how long it takes for that, that light to bounce back. They can tell how far it is so they create an image they create a 3d map okay so the 3d map it will show there's a person here you know, using the code of course there's a person here there's a vehicle here it can see through fog it can it can do it can go through um it's uh so where lidar is strong where it's important to self-driving like cameras um cameras they get blinded by the sun yeah so th- so if a camera's by blind in the sun, it might not be able to see a person, or it might not be able to see a car. So there's other hardware that helps it see. So one would be the radar. Uh, oh. Radar can see through fog and 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 snow. Um, Li- Lidar is like the most um, like powerful technology that's made that's made it pa- made self-driving come sooner. So yeah, Velodyne. There's Velodyne and Luminar and those both came public recently, so that's that's a hardware play. Okay. And you saw the reaction in the stock price or when once um Apple that 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 rumor got out. Uh, those, those stocks just
0: skyrocketing. <laughs>
1: yeah, they shot up because like oh, they're going to use their hardware. Yeah. Um, it, it's a whole ecosystem though, so yeah, there's yeah. T- different angles. Um, you may have heard like Uber was working on self driving. Yeah. Um, the way the ecosystems gonna kind of look is there's going to be a lot of partnerships. So let's say Toyota could have their self-driving car, um, Tesla could have its self-driving car. Because
0: mm-hmm. um, I see it coming.
1: Google has car.
0: Yeah, Google. Like, I saw Google, and I saw Walmart. But like who, Walmart. Who, ha-
1: who has the passengers? Right? You have to get to the passengers through the rideshare platforms, Uber and Lyft. Yeah. Indirectly are already ready. Yeah, they're they're gonna. Charge a small commission, you know. They're the the software from Apple or whatever. It's it's they're all gonna get a cut of it.
0: So that's a built that's a built-in price too. That you know, what I'm saying like that one may not factor in on how you know on how to make that six hundred dollars work, where you can invest that money. So it's like, why not why not make though if 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 I'm not gonna invest into like the stock or some crypto or something like that. I will say the next thing I would invest into is some some literature as far as books, some courses that as far as like learning technology, I would at least do that, so that way I can understand what's going on because that's I feel like that's what I did uh better in this last decade personally. I was reading, I was already reading books and information, but now it's like it was more it was more technical and it broke it broke things down to where. I got a better understanding of things now. What I didn't get a hold of was my emotional intelligence as far as like the different markets. But once once I saw like okay, where my hold is is the long term hold because it's always gonna be short term runs regardless of if you know some people do options. I don't really, I haven't really um, been a part of the options play, but I'm like it's something that I know I look into on when I'm when when my when my bag increases in my, when my bag grows, because I see, I see some things happening for me that's starting to take off to where I'm like, okay, I can see how, how I can improve my financial uh, literacy going into the fintech side of things and what I'm, you know, what I'm currently working on too.
1: There's, there's many different ways to invest and there are many different ways that can be successful. Um, So... Speaking of like self-driving cars and the Apple, that that created a lot of momentum in the space. Just like Tesla created all that momentum yeah. into EV, you know, the charging, like Blink, uh, the battery, the quantum scape. It, it's just a just word gets out that a Tesla-sized car manufacturer is going to need batteries or it's going to need charging. And then, man, everything, just like all the boats just go up, you know, like Tesla's like that tide. Uh, I call those momentum plays you see very drastic moves short-term mm-hmm. to the up and to the down. Yeah, And it's hard, it's hard to time. The best thing to do is just you, you have, you, you lay down some surfboards on each of those waves and just, just wait till they come. Um, it's hard. It's hard to chase. If you, you kind of chase that momentum, you could be, you might hit it. You might, you might not. Um, so when you, when you do decide how to place your bets um, also think long uh, momentum versus long-term and ask yourself, is it priced in yet? Does a the does a stock price do they already have a run up because they know you know Apple's gonna order a bunch of their hardware or Tesla's gonna be using the rideshare platform?
0: Nah, that I mean that makes sense, man. Um that 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 rideshare platform is kind of like wow. So what they did a few years ago to to really mess up the, I ain't gonna say mess it up, but like change the game when it comes to taxis and riding they made it more of a um, a peer-to-peer ride almost, you know, company. So it's almost like dealing with the crypto, the peer-to-peer transactions, that's happening. But uh, I wanted to piggyback off to uh, some of the companies that you called out, which was like Tesla and Apple, we both talked about that. And I just saw uh, Oracle. So one of my homeboys has an article where he says, Startup City Accelerated Growth Strengths Austin. Like you know, Oracle as well as Tesla and Apple are talking about moving to Austin. So it's like that's really gonna raise the prices of you know the the homes in Austin. I don't know how I don't know how big Austin is already, but I know from the um the music the music forms that they have. I, I already know the traffic is crazy, so I can only imagine what it's about to you know go into. Like I go. Are they going to go expand the city now to go buy buy more property in other cities to extend the lines? You know what?
1: Yeah, there's a lot packed into there. Uh, I understand what Elon Musk and Oracle are trying to do. They're already very mature companies. They they already have very established brands and investors. Um, They have a talent pool that will move with them so them going over to texas is for like favorable tax treatment there's lower taxes they'll get tax incentives to move uh set up an office there uh the cost of living like the house is cheaper there you know i i get it um but for silicon valley it's 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 a separate question on my perspective being based here if you're a startup and you're trying to take off and you're trying to you're trying to get people that have built startups before people that have networked into venture capital money, you have that community effect only in Silicon Valley. Austin will eventually build it up, but Silicon Valley, the network effect of having all this venture capital here, that goes back way back, like way back before Intel. um, That's that's decades, decades deep. So you you can't ship a Silicon Valley right away. I see their moving advantage. Those are established companies, very mature companies, very defined markets. Um, but to come with Silicon Valley, it's it's gonna serve a purpose for younger companies to get started. It's it's still gonna be that accelerator for technology. Yeah.
0: I can I can really see that, man. So, like now, you know, we got to get into that to that talk we were having. Cause I was like, man, that, that there's coin going down that, ah, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that dog, don't tell me that Lee. Don't tell me that shit Lee, no Lee, no Lee. And I'm like, you know, I've been a big a big component and a big proponent of XRP. I, I was XRP, I was doing a bank head bounce to that shit. I was- How you I feeling started, about
1: it? How you feeling now?
0: I started joking. <laughs> man, I'm, man I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting sad by the day on that, man. The more I the more I go on, I'm like, no, nah, don't tell me this, man. Cause it, cause I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why I feel, how I feel about XRP. It's like, my question is like, why, why would companies such as Bank of America, um, American Express, and a and a bunch of other companies like MoneyGram, like why would they tie themselves into XRP, if 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 that's the case, and if, if I'm thinking forward, if I'm a forward thinker, like it's almost like when Bitcoin was was taken off and then it, it, it reached a cap of like 20K, but then it dipped back down to like 2K. But the whole time I was seeing what JP Morgan was doing. Every time JP Morgan would say something about Bitcoin and the price would drop, I'm knowing that JP Morgan, they going back and they putting money into Bitcoin. Because now because you call it out, the price gonna rise, you know, or it's gonna fall. So with it decreasing with the sanctions that you're trying to come with, now look at where Bitcoin is. It's up to like 27K. I think it hit 28K at one point today, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like for me, how how is it that the SEC is regulating things? And you and you broke it down to me, but I need that thing further broken down, man.
1: So the the article I shared a few from Wall Street Journal. And I I'm not against. Um, I'm not like I don't really have any strong feelings either way. It was it was just one. Of, it never its value proposition. You know the story. It was saying this is the service liver. It never really resonated with me. Okay. Um, but specifically with the the, the lawsuit, um, the way it it breaks down is that. The SEC is saying that when Ripple they created like a bi- billion something uh, XRP, mm-hmm. those were securities. So uh, securities like a stock share. Okay. So so when you issue when you sell stock shares, to there has to be transparency on your finances. You need to every quarter, you need, you need to, to publish, these. you need to publish your costs, your income, your expenses. That way, the public. Uh, public knows, you know, whether to buy more or to sell it, it, it's, it would um, it prevents like insider trading. It, it creates accountability. So Ripple, it's still a private company. And uh, the way it's moving forward is um, the CEO actually streamed on Christmas. And he was saying like, if you wanted to invest into Ripple, as like a part owner there there's like a venture capital wing for that but our currency is separated so he he was trying to say that uh buying ripple it's like you know buying coins it's not buying a stock share he was was trying to split the two but we'll 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 see yeah we'll we'll see how how it goes down in the next month or two i think (laughs) i think think it it will what's going to happen it's will be more clarity uh with the new administration coming in janet yellen coming in
0: so you think it'll do you think it'll rally up or no
1: be for real be for real lee be for real i'd say buy low so high you know like i'll i'll buy something that's really risky you know like when Uh boeing airplanes were crashing (laughs) and it was a hundred and it was a hundred dollar you sold it it was a it was a hundred it was a hundred dollars it looks pretty good at $100 a share. It doesn't look that good at $400 per share, which is what Boeing was was at. So, if it goes sufficiently low enough when it was 20 cents, 20 cents per ripple, I that's a pretty good price. I I I, I, was, I was really thinking about that and then you know it bounced pretty good off of yeah. that.
0: Well, shit, it's too late. It's too late for me to pull off of that cuz I cuz it went from like I was buying in at 15 mm-hmm. cents and that shit went to like maybe yeah. 60, 70, 80 cents. I'm like, oh yeah. man, I done missed the opportunity. Yeah. But I, don't, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not mad about it because
1: yeah.
0: I'm taking on a mind frame that what I'm, what I'm investing in is long term. So we're doing, you know, we're doing that. It's like, at least I can learn from decisions that I make. Some, some decisions mm-hmm. aren't going to be the brightest. Some decisions are going to be some good instinct decisions where it's like. I like I like that this company is talking about dimension. It's a it's a, a cannabis company, so I invest into them. You know what I mean. So it's just it's just one of those things. I'm like at least at least if I stick to the guns, I know that it was something that I was already investing into, and I just make it happen. You know, as as it prolongs, I just dump if I have to dump.
1: I think one way to kind of move forward, and you know, we're we're all learning. Like that was a curveball came out kind of came out of nowhere yeah. and, who, and who knows if it's going to affect you know some of the other companies too so i would say that i think it's, it's always good to invest in things you believe in because when you get a curveball like that yeah. yeah it makes it easier to, to hold through and good companies you know these are companies that are solving problems that are creating mm-hmm. value value society like you, you, want to support those kind of things with, with your investments, whether it's you know cannabis and health, yeah, cannabis mental health or whatever. Like, if you always invest like that, think investing in good good quality companies, uh, good quality products, it, it keeps your investing just simple. There's a consistency in how you're investing, and you can immediately screen away a lot of speculative things that just make no sense. Yeah, like. The worst for you to buy something is this because you think there's momentum there and you want to chase it.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, and that, and that's like those plays I made in the last decade, I think, were for me to learn from and because I was, you know, I was just, I was, I was fresh. You know, I said I, I had, a, it was still way behind the ears. You know what I mean? So it's like now I'm looking at definitely going hard into my cannabis companies because how the legalization is, is, Continuously picking up from a federal level, where I'm like, how Mississippi moved on it, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, with Mississippi moving on it, I don't see people hanging around Tennessee doing as much as they're doing. I see a lot of business that's going, you know, be generated from that from the agriculture segment to be able to grow, you know, cannabis, and not only just grow, but like grow the economy. Because when I when I think when I think of the of the of the of the plant and the flower I feel like I see jobs and I see that say for instance I f- I know that old Miss has been in 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 that in that field and in that spectrum for probably the last 20 to 30 years unbeknownst to most people you know what I'm saying but now it's like okay with them with them doing what they're doing in Mississippi now that it's opened up a lane how much of that money is going to go towards old Miss because they've been doing grows, grows and they've been doing grow houses. They've been studying the plant or whatnot.
1: I can see it picking up, like, regardless of who the next administration was. I think it was, it's, it was inevitable. In yeah. One is, one is, was just a stigma of, of uh, what, what cannabis is or who, who does it, like, the, the images that media put in our head were were all just um, like you know a generation or two ago. that, that was not what it was really about. So uh, I think no. people were more people more tolerant of it. Uh, secondly, they need they're gonna need tax revenue, you know, all these stimulus checks, mm-hmm. uh, all this unemployment um, and just like the, just all the all the deficits. If something can generate tax revenue, and for a whole site, it's not it's not like a net a net bad. Like why not just tax it? That's that's solving two problems, you know. That makes that
0: makes sense. That's what Oregon was doing when they said they're about to legalize damn near every drug, hard, soft, whatever. It don't matter. They they said, look, let's just go for the gunlet. Like we're gonna we're gonna run this mug. We're gonna everything. But um, like I said, I I, I do see I, I can see the state of Mississippi really growing right now. They can have some real growth in the um any I, I feel like in this future yeah. economy this mm-hmm. gonna be some real growth around the agriculture. It's
1: uh, a,
0: a cash crop. Uh,
1: do you have some um does your family legacy have some land land out in Mississippi? Is that so
0: I, we have land in Tennessee? We got like 40 acres in Tennessee, but um I have a few homies with with acres in Tennessee. I got a few people around me with acres in Mississippi. So it's just more or less like for, for me, this is when I was talking to my crew the last 20 years, like, look, bro, let's let's start let's start putting money in together. So when when it's time to buy, when there when there's a crash in the market or what whatever's going on, we have a lump sum of liquid, you know, of liquid cash or liquid business that we can cash out and, and cash into. Now we can have an opportunity to invest into some things like land now. But you know I mean like some of the guys already had bread, so it just makes sense to me to get that to get land to develop to develop that land. But yeah, I I I I'm looking forward to like the the next phase is what, you know, pretty much where I am though. So, like, what, um, my, I want to tell you, my homeboy was saying he really liked that last episode. It really got him in the mind frame of wanting to start investing into the market. And really, you know, I caught, well, my homeboy calls it jumping off the porch, just getting involved and instead of just putting your toe in the water and just seeing all this stuff fly by you. He, like, man, I want to jump in the pool now, I'm ready, you know? So it's just basically you know, helping them set up a system. So I was like, I'm glad to hear that that conversation took place. You know what I'm saying? But another homeboy, he sent me a message about what was wrapped Bitcoin. I had never heard, you know, I had never heard of this. Was it another split or something that went on? Or what? What? what is this?
1: Yeah, so um, a split would be a fork, like how Bitcoin yeah. Bitcoin Cash forked. Uh, a hard pork is where, you know, just to refer to that one, uh, they wanted Bitcoin Cash to be quicker. Um, Bitcoin was just too slow, um, so so swiftly wrapped Bitcoin. It's an Ethereum token, so it's a it's a coin that runs on the Ethereum blockchain, and its price is pegged to Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is twenty seven thousand today, so is wrapped Bitcoin, and the it's kind of part of the the smart contract and uh, decentralized uh exchange technology so basically you can swap a bitcoin into ethereum without having to run it through like a binance or a, or a coinbase
0: oh that, okay, okay
1: so that that would be the ultimate like decentralized economy so instead of having to pay fees i mean the fees are fairly reasonable yeah so on coinbase or binance they're fairly reasonable um like to buy a thousand dollars of bitcoin on coinbase it's like seven dollars that's not even one percent you know moneygram transfer money is like seven percent it's it's reasonable yeah but it would it would be close it would just be pennies if you could do coin swap like yeah let me i'm gonna Okay. I froze, froze here a little. Yeah. So th- there's a, there's a lot, crypto has changed a lot in the, in the past couple of years. Um, Since it was really, really buzzing at, you know, with, with, with the new all time highs, I call it, it's, it's like a Cambrian explosion. It's like a, it's like all these ideas, all these things are just like bloom. Now it's a really fertile, fertile to be right now. Yeah. Um. So there's, in addition to wrap Bitcoin, there's like Ren Bitcoin, and and at the end of the day, there's only one Bitcoin, the first, you know, first initial, the first blockchain, the first right. cryptocurrency, and that's that's Bitcoin. Those are interesting projects. Um, they have special purposes um, for. But for a new investor that just wants to start getting in, i say start. I'm, I'm very traditional, so I'd say start, start, start there. Start with the foundation, and that's a, that's the foundation of cryptocurrency.
0: Um, Bitcoin, yeah. I think I and, and I heard a couple of people like they don't want to mess with Litecoin, but I'm like, why not? That was one of the original three. Bitcoin, Litecoin, or Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. So it's like me, you know, I'm I'm really I'm again I'm really looking at long-term investing, going back into Bitcoin and Ethereum, more so with my um with things. But I'm also looking at again, PayPal. Cause I, I, it's a book I'm, I'm reading. It's like 38 pages long, talking about the different, uh, different levels of the cryptocurrency. It was like 38, 38 different coins they have. Um, I'm really looking at how, how PayPal is looking at adopting and being able to use, like, I think I want to say Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin, if I'm not mistaken, like you can actually purchase on PayPal now. So it's just it's also taking me back to that conversation of PayPal, I want to say Square, and it was a group in London where they put, you know, the group in London put like 20 billion cash on the blockchain last year. But this year was like 425 million from like uh Square and then uh, PayPal they made, you know, they made that merger with uh I guess the usage of Bitcoin or being able to buy. So it's just like why not? Why not put a little bit of? Why not put a, put ten dollars on it a week? Why not put a hundred dollars on there a week, and actually watch your money increase, and like and and, and actually take off. It's a, yeah, it, so making more like, making more money in that aspect than uh-huh. than I am in, in in with my money being in a bank account.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan and shareholder of Square and PayPal. Uh Square's done some amazing things this year like it's it's really taken off it's found it's like found its time you know it, it hit its stride and it keeps building more products on it it's, it's going to be a super app for for fintech and what's special about it is a lot of people that uh, use cash app um, they weren't able to have bank accounts before they were considered the unbankable because their their deposit was too small or you know they would be getting dinged by fees so what it's CEO, Jack Dorsey did. Well it was pretty, pretty incredible. Um initially the, the their product was the the square card reader. Yeah. So I I used to have a, a brick and mortar store, you uh, know, I used to have a retail store. And when we got the old credit card system, they would knock on your door. They like the, the fee structure was just so convoluted. Like it was this this thick, thick old contract saying like they're going to charge you two to three percent per swipe, and if it's a debit card, it's cost this much. And if you don't generate at least five hundred dollars of fees, we're going to take five hundred dollars from you anyway. Like it was ridiculous, all the paperwork. And Square cut through all that crap and just said, just give us like a few pennies, a couple percentage points per per swipe, and we don't care what your volume is. So that was their first their first product, and they've continued to evolve. Um, you, you're going to be they have a banking charter now you can start to borrow, say if you're a, a small mom and pop pop-up store and you're, you're able to generate, you know, monthly sales, you have a cash history, you have a sell history, that history, that's like your new credit history. You can borrow money just as off of your cash flow history. Hmm. So they're just creating new, 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 they're, they're creating so many innovations. Like it's, it's, it's an incredible company. And I still think it's early ending, early innings.
0: Square, Square,
1: and and PayPal. So, I, I I like to pick both. Um, Like I, it's hard to pick the best one because sometimes you don't know if the best one's already overpriced. I say, just, you, you go in both of them. I'm just
0: gonna I'm just gonna do a dollar cost per average. That's what I'm gonna do. Because yeah, I,
1: there you
0: go. I'm gonna tell you what I what I did as a dummy. Um My young homeboy bought in at fifteen dollars a share. He was like, he was like, oh, gee, you got to go, you got to go get some square." All right, so I get it at $30. It made a run to about like $100, then it dropped to like 50, and it dropped to like 40. My dumb ass soul. Now I look on, I look on the app, $215 for one one share of square. But I'm not thinking I'm not thinking in terms of usage. How much I would use it on? Okay, uh, the, the, my children need some money. Uh, I'm a to I'm gonna send it to you on script you know, on Cash out. Then I'm like, I'm talking to my homeboys. Oh, I mean, I'm about to send you some some bread on Cash App. It's a it's a quicker way to exchange that 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 money. So it's it's, it's showing me that the digital world is here in one instance so it's like for a digital company to be doing what it's doing you don't have to have a bank account really you can get a car you can get a debit card it's like man what in the world so it's like like you said the functionality from a business standpoint for you it was it was a different operation and now you can make money on the cash that you've been spending out from a credit standpoint it's like man what the hell like it, it is it is a company that is growing, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so, so what enabling buying buying Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies on Square and PayPal did, it effectively turned them into a, an online bank because you just buy Bitcoin and it's just gonna keep going up because it, it's a scarce asset. Like there's only 21 million Bitcoins. That's what the, the protocol says. So people, you know, their money comes in, um first thing they should do is put a little bit away they throw a little 20 dollars here into holding bitcoin it's effectively a, a bank account and and they made what's um like really like innovative way they did it they made it uh, much easier than the other than the other um the, the other onboarding the other companies to buy crypto from yeah. like it's is very simple um it's very secure, you don't have to worry about you know someone stealing your keys, you don't have to worry about someone stealing your password yeah. um, like they they protect it for you, so it's <laughs> your Bitcoin would just be out there in a the cloud. you don't need to have uh, a hardware wallet or whatever and I think that that appeals to some people or that will appeal to a lot of people
0: and that's only gonna grow to a wallet though, to be honest with you because if if to me it's like if if square put Four hundred twenty-five million on Bitcoin. Now you, now you offering people to buy Bitcoin too. That money is gonna grow. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, I just, I can only imagine, bro. Like, shit. What's, what's the really come with
1: so, so Bitcoin. What, so Bitcoin is. It's like the base layer of, we're calling it the internet 3.0, which is blockchain. Uh, so Bitcoin had an interesting uh, run up uh, back in August. You may notice it, it ran up from like 8, 8 to 12K in a pretty quick moment. Yeah. And it kind of backed off a little bit.
0: Uh-huh. In August.
1: So uh, back in August. So that, that run up was, there's this interest in something called decentralized finance, DeFi. Uh, are you familiar, familiar with that? It's like earning, earning, basically earning interest off of your stable coins.
0: Yeah. You you, you so, know the off on Coinbase, right? That's what you're talking
1: about. Yeah. So there's some some coins. They're basically digital dollars. What uh, Coinbase uh, backs one called USD Coin. Uh, there's another stable coin called Tether. That's more popular in Europe. It's basically a one for one dollar, so a digital dollar, uh, for. A regular dollar, whether it's a euro dollar or U.S. dollar, uh, there's there's a few, there's there's several of them. Um, those are two to name a few. So that's so, what,
0: that's when we were talking about like you're able to get or make more money, yeah, in these spaces versus having your money in a, in an account, right?
1: You can earn ten to twelve percent interest on these. They're basically blockchain banks. So instead of having the the bank be the middleman, that someone can borrow and that, that interest gets spread uh, with all the people that, that deposit, the depositors. So having to split that spread with everyone else, uh, swing that spread at the bank, uh, that can get shared with the people that deposit. So the people that borrow the money, they have to put up collateral. So they'll stick in like half an ether, which would be like 350 uh-huh. And then they can borrow like $200 off of that ether. So they're putting in hard collateral to protect you. Uh, but I'm getting into this basically to say that Having Square and PayPal have that base layer of Bitcoin plugged in. Mm -hmm. These uh these people are being plugged into the financial ecosystem. So do you want to put it in the bank and get like 0.7% interest, which is like pennies? You know, you you wanna lend me a dollar and I'll give you like a fraction of a penny, or you want to get like 10% interest, 12% interest. Like they're gonna keep building
0: 0.7 versus 10%. It's like I don't even think people understand Mm -hmm. like you are. Break break that down to a, to a, I say a, a sixth grader. I I would say a third grader, but they you know that's basic math. But like break it mm-hmm. down to a sixth grader. So let's say for instance, seven percent of a hundred dollars is
1: what? Seven percent of hundred dollars is seven dollars. So if you mm-hmm. if you deposit your money in this bank,
0: it's hundred
1: dollars. Come back in a year and you'll get a hundred and seven dollars. You'll get seven dollars topped off on it, and that's interest.
0: But if you do $100 off of 10%, what is that? Uh,
1: So uh, 0.7 would be you're getting 70 cents. That's what uh, uh, a rubber bank, like your JP Morgan, Bank of America, only get like 0.7, like very, very small. So you, you come back after a year, your $100 becomes $100 and 70 cents. That ain't a lot of money. Which is like nothing, right? It's pennies. Nice. Yeah, that ain't nothing. Um, so if you pump it up to ten percent, you get you get ten dollars. Like that's 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 massive.
0: Hell yeah. But I mean So these
1: are I'm mentioning like these aren't uh, these aren't there yet.
0: But you are just saying that. The, the like they're not very
1: user-friendly platforms yet.
0: But it's but I'm saying and like starting like, out with
1: building Bitcoin and Ethereum, it's it's gonna it's coming. They're gonna total. keep adding more features. Yeah. yeah. So it's like why not?
0: Why not at least take some time to read on the white pages on what Bitcoin is? Read on the white pages of what Ethereum is so you can see what's going on. And now you can you don't have to base it on the on the on the theory of oh man, this it's not gonna work. Hell, we didn't I I remember thinking that what's what the hell what's the use of the internet? But I remember listening to Gary Vee talking about he was selling wine on the internet. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if if we were selling wine and people people weren't worried about putting their card information on here on the internet, it's like, well, now we're talking about money, like digital money now, digital assets. So it's like, man, it's 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 got it's even had it has me thinking in a different way. Like, how do I set up these protocols on whether it's my website, whether it's me being a barber, like let me accept Bitcoin and Ethereum for payment. Why, you know, like, why not? Why not Why not go into that mind frame? Why not go into that space? And I think it'll really, really be a great opportunity.
1: I took a look at, uh, yeah, I took a look at PayPal's. It's really easy to use. It's made like a couple of dollars uh, to buy Bitcoin. It's, it's, it's still in early early phases. It, you know, it, it's super simple. It's like, you know, AOL dial up days. Um, on the back end like the new cutting edge coins and this decentralized finance there's there's some pretty amazing like functionality uh, that's being tested Um, there's over one billion dollars in stable coins being borrowed and lent on these platforms now imagine what's going to happen when square and paypal uh, really go up if they build that in that make,
0: that's making me thinking about salt, that coin called salt where you can borrow, you can lend your money out and people can, you know, you can borrow on that junk.
1: Yeah, I remember you mentioned that. Did that project ever take off?
0: Oh, uh, man, it, it it started to at first. You know, when we had that rally with Bitcoin, it started to at first, but then it went from um, like seven, eight, nine, ten $10. Now it, was, it went back down to like two. And then it may, may have gone down to like a dollar, but I'm like, that was something that I was interested in because, again, it's technology. Technology is continuously growing. It's continuously improving. So it's like, why not? Why not when I know that, you know, now I had an option to be able to put my paint on, um, like some of my paints on the blockchain. So it's figuring out that, that technology and how to go about doing it. Like that's one of my ideas. That's one of my my situations that I want to look at. Like, how can I go about doing it? How can I go about making it happen? Yep. Yeah. Um. Now you got you got to take over on this right here, bro. Uh. You were talking about Bitcoin options. Cause I'm like, what the hell, like. You can make some, you can make some money. Like, uh, it's like trading the stocks with the Bitcoin options. Like what's going on with this now?
1: Yeah, a friend just put this on my radar recently. And so an, an options contract is basically, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bet, it's like a coin flip bet. It's like, if you're betting that the price of this coin is gonna be such and such in the future, and if it is, if it hits that price that you think it is, you're in the money, you'll make money. And if, if Bitcoin doesn't rise that level, then, then you're out of the money. You lose whatever your bet is. So either you win or lose. Um, so what was interesting was the price tag, uh, not, not, not specifically the price of to execute the contract, but people are speculating that we're gonna have 120, 140K Bitcoin next September. Like people were putting people are putting money on that and that that just that blew my mind uh that people are that bullish on it because it's just
0: like when we were bullish on it a couple of years ago it's like yeah we were talking about a rally that it was supposed to be like 100k right now but it you know what i'm saying it dropped down so i'm like mm, i don't know how it's gonna work i don't know how this decade gonna be but I'm willing to say that I I want to invest way more money into Bitcoin than I than I have been. I might not go for the options aspect, but at least if I see my money can can t- five times itself, man, why not put a hundred dollars over there and look at it grow? Versus just showing it, showing the little money I got, like, yeah, I got nah that I think that's kind of kind of crazy, but you know, that's just me. That's just me. I
1: got it. The, the main thing I wanna I want take away from that is uh, that there, there are people that are putting their money on saying this is gonna to go to 100K. When you when you buy a coin, let's so say you get a whole Bitcoin or you're buying fractions, uh, usually you're expressing that, I think this is gonna go up, I wanna hold it. Uh, when you get into the options side, uh, that's not my not not my forte, uh, but I, I think it's interesting to see what other people in the market are expressing. And they're expressing that they, they think bitcoin it's going to go up to 120 or 140. so an options is saying like if it goes up to 120k i'm doing a contract that i can buy 100 bitcoins at this price and i can just flip the bitcoin at that point man
0: that's a that's a real risk i just i just hope people understand that's gonna be a re- that's sh- what do you? It's like, yeah. man i i am not willing to I'm not willing to put my life on the line like that.
1: Yeah it's it's a it's a coin flip bet you know like, you hit or zero. Uh, so if zero is gonna wipe you out, it's gonna be catastrophe. You're gonna have to start over. You know, to reaccumulate from zero. Like, trust me, <laughs> it's not worth it. You you have to know what your risk tolerance is. And you don't have to get into anything clever or copier. You can keep it simple and still make a fortune.
0: Yeah, you definitely make a fortune. with if, if you had a thousand dollars, a thousand, you could have made 237 million in a decade. So to me, it's like, well, what's gonna happen in this decade? So the night is still young if you ask me to be able to invest. So that's what I'm really like looking forward to and, and really doing so.
1: What do you think is causing the all the price action now? Like the rally from nineteen to 20, 24, and then shop to twenty-eight. Uh what's 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 going on now? What's going on? What are people feeling?
0: I'ma tell you I'm gonna tell you what I, I think it is. I I wanna say it goes back to when I saw that London put that twenty billion. And people can go and you can go and do your research on this. They put 20 billion on the blockchain last year. So when I saw that, I was like, "Okay, probably need to start putting a little bit over here into the crypto space." You know what I'm saying? Now, so when it makes its run, that's like a that's that's like um, that's 20 billion of hard cash. Then you come back and you sell another company like Square and PayPal. They both put money on it at the beginning of COVID. It's like, all right. So you go from there and then I started thinking about how we started using everything was like tech-based and essential workers, you know what I'm saying? Like we having to use Zoom a whole lot more. The kids having to use Zoom for school, whether that's college, high school, elementary. So I'm like, all right, if tech is in the space, we're going to digital currency, right? And we're dealing with digital money. So I feel like that, that 3.0 transition that you're talking about with Bitcoin and blockchain, it's like it's a it's a whole nother level of things that's going on that we have to talk about, we have to process, I feel like on a weekly basis, because it's gonna, it's gonna start moving so fast to where it's like some people not even gonna, gonna be able to understand or catch up. So I even tell the the younger kids, like, listen, teach your elders how to use the this cryptocurrency and set up the space to do wallets and all kinds of stuff. So I just think it's based on like those technicalities of technology. Um, these how business is going more from like paying cash to we doing digital. They don't want coin, they don't want the coins anymore. I can't, I can't even go inside the bank and get, you know, uh gold coins or silver coins anymore. You know what I'm saying? Or even put those coins into the bank. I could put it into circulation in a grocery store, or when I go to Walmart or or, or or Family Dollar or you know the the pizza store. You know what I'm saying? It's it's gonna go up, but that's just that's my take, man. Because just from seeing it, it rises and it fall. It rise and it fall. fall and this has been going on. So. I I, so I I think it'll be a drawback, but I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be like years
1: past. So last, uh, kind of on that thread. Last, last Thursday, Christmas Eve, uh, this friend in Nashville reached out to me, and she was she was asking me all these very specific questions about uh, Bitcoin, about how to how to invest, why to invest. And I explained dollar cost averaging. And I said I set up a an auto buy. Basically, I buy like fifty dollars a week of Bitcoin, whether it goes up or down, it executes. Yeah. So, because when you see it going up or down so much, it's like, oh, I, sh- I, sh- I, should wait, or I should get more. Like your emotions are all over the place. You know? Yeah. That's be all gone. So I just want to remove that out of the equation, instead of an auto bias. So, that's what I encourage her to do, and I let her know her, um like the results of that. Like if you, if you say fifty dollars a week for three years, that's about seven thousand eight hundred dollars, and it, and basically you would have had a bitcoin. You you would have turned that seven thousand eight hundred, to about twenty-seven thousand dollars in one Bitcoin in three years. So just saying that, when you set that vision, that that plan, um, you you see the you see the light bulbs start going off. Yeah. Uh, then she started asking me about um, what's Grayscale Bitcoin, um, what's the ticker for it, and the way she was asking it was like a little stock. I was like, well, she's, she's getting into some stuff. Like, uh, this is pretty. This is um. Getting more advanced than I, I normally do when people reach out, so I, I I give her a call, and she says, "Oh, hey, so my mom has some questions for you. Mm-hmm. It, it was her mom. Her ah. mom was was a year from retirement, and I thought she's very financially savvy. Like she had she has her 401k set up with Vanguard. She's got a TD Ameritrade set up, mm-hmm. and she says she she's asked me." Um, you know, she kind of broke down her situation. She says she's like a year from retirement. Um, she'll need to get a little bit, uh, live a little bit off of her Vanguard. Her Vanguard is mostly uh, index funds and bonds. Yeah. And then her Social Security uh, checks in. But I could kind of sense that she wanted more growth. Like she, she, she's you know seen the action that's going on there. So, so school Bitcoin, it, it's a it's a holding company. So they they bought. Like half a million bitcoins, mm. and then they issue shares. They issue, they, they issue shares. They're last I walked, look, they're like 28 dollars per sh- per share, mm. and that represents a claim to their bitcoin. Okay. So, so my advice to her was, yeah, Grayscale Bit- Bitcoin. That's a legitimate company. Um, you can oh, start you with like that
0: company again?
1: Grayscale Bitcoin.
0: Grace or right, so G R A C or G R A Y.
1: Uh, gray, like the color gray, mm-hmm. scale Bitcoin GB. Okay. So B, BTC, so G with a BTC after grayscale Bitcoin. I said th- start with one percent and start start learning about it because once you're invested, you're much more motivated to 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 know um, to to learn more and kind of follow the space. Yeah. I think at this point Bitcoin was at, at about 24,000. 24, She's like, All right, I'm about to get off. And I'm gonna put my order in. Um, so. Um, I said start with the 1% and it is volatile. You know, you don't want to do any like major moves. Uh, Just start with the 1%, uh, see what you're getting to. You don't have to worry about like your your Grayscale Bitcoin shares up in the cloud. You don't have to worry about hacks. You don't have to worry about your hardware wallet burning down or anything like that. And uh, this bet that we're making a Bitcoin, like it could be 100,000. That's like 5x, you know. If you start with 1% of your portfolio, and grayscale bitcoin it could become five percent of your portfolio and if it corrects you know if if it drops in half you lost half a percent of your portfolio well you still have your stocks and bonds to pick you up you're going to win either way
0: yeah
1: so uh yeah yeah that'll, that that'll, that was very interesting yeah <laughs> uh, yeah
0: because I, yeah. I, I think like a lot of people don't realize that you're not just investing money you're investing into technology and I feel like once people get that as a as a as a ground and, a, and an understanding like I'm investing into technology now go and study what the technology is doing because you may think about something that can be done for this technology and you it can be used in a way in which it helps you know what I'm saying so it's just like that's that's what i I like to tell people like it's yeah you invest in money but don't go off of just what I'm telling you you gotta study this this stuff too so like when my homeboy sent me that message I'm like yeah that's that's a great question it's it's needed to be asked so now as we as we go forward just based off your question that lets me know that you're doing the homework and i'm not I'm not always coming with all the information because once I come with the information and you're not either listening or taking heed, I'm not going to keep giving you the information because it's it's not going to register what I'm saying when I say check this out and move on. You
1: know? Yeah, at, at the pace it's moving, just to say how the saying goes, um, but you can answer their question now. Um, eventually, the technology progresses and then the information becomes sell. You know, the best we can do just kind of empower them to, to learn, be able to learn. And it, it's updating so quick, like things you can do on Bitcoin now, um, than we could like three years ago, like the, the whole ecosystem has like progressed, uh, uh, amazing. And just to show them how to, uh, like where, where to go to. And that's good that when they're asking good questions, you can tell they're really thinking about it. Gotcha.
0: That's what's up, man. Like. I mean, you pretty much, you know, another, you know, another great session, man. Like, I definitely want to keep progressing and keep this going, man. Like, I didn't, I didn't have anything else, but I know the next, the next, the next one I, I know I want to, I want to dig, dig into like the, the agriculture, into the cannabis, into the hemp industries. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really feel like that, that, with, with with what we were talking about with Mississippi and, and seeing the um because I've been I've been on this app called Clubhouse lately, and I've been in a few rooms, and some of the points that they they bringing up are that it's like the people that's working for the government don't even know and they don't even know the information dealing with cannabis. These laws have been in place and they really just in a position just holding space versus really knowing what this this plant is about uh how to grow it how to how to use you know what I'm saying the, the really like the functionality of the whole plant they really don't know so it's like wow so they really playing a game with our lives you know that's been the that's been a point of emphasis so now it's like okay if if that's the case then let me educate myself on the laws that govern you know what I'm saying? To me, the medicine, because I, I call it medicine versus calling it a drug. Number two, where you know, what are the different laws and what areas are are where uh, cannabis is legalized? You know, what are the restrictions? You know what I'm saying? And number three, what is the future of this this product, the product or project? So those are some of the spaces that I like I said, I want to cover on the next. On the next uh, finances meet techs, uh meets technology or talk, I really wanna I really wanna dive into that. So, I mean, if you got anything else, I mean, I'm pretty much we pretty much covered uh, a lot. Uh,
1: yeah, I have two more okay. um, if time allows. So, on the crypto side, uh, an interesting space to watch. This is this is more on the equity side, you know, on the stock side. Okay. Um, but there's, there's two, there's, there's other ways to get involved in this, this potential uh, of, you know, this, this new fintech growth of, of crypto, uh, in addition to Square and PayPal. Okay. So one way is through uh, mining. So instead of uh, being the miner and having machines, I, I tried that. Um, it's, um, very noisy
0: uh-huh. generates a lot of heat I was about to say, and so is it? Yeah.
1: and you always ha- you have to keep buying more machines constantly so it, there's a, it never unplugs it just keeps going and going but there's two companies that they own bitcoin miners and they have very cheap electricity it's like four cents per kilowatt they're like the they have very very cheap power so it's very profitable so one ticker is called mara it's Mar- marathon m-a-r-a okay they're, they're a Bitcoin mining company, and the other one is Riot Blockchain. Have you heard of either of these? Riot Blockchain?
0: Are these on the uh, stock market? Th-
1: these are stock equities.
0: Yeah. I heard of Riot. I think I heard Riot uh, last week because it was like... Uh, Somebody sent me a message asking about Riot. What what did I think of the block? It was a it was a blockchain uh, company. And I was like, I would I, I told him I would get into it because blockchain is like when you said 3.0, blockchain is 3.0 when it comes to tech and, and the internet.
1: i started to do some homework on it and Bitcoin mining companies—they're—they're they're fairly simple and straightforward, kind of like mining mining gold, like uh, physical gold. Mm-hmm. Um, they they share some some commonalities in that the, the main costs is like the equipment, just the uh, mining equipment, and and then like you just plug up more, you know, you just dig out more out of the ground. So I probably I would I would probably invest in both of them. I probably would wait more of Mara M A R A over Riot, right? Blockchain. Yeah. I think they're they're both fine. So basically, their cost of mining um, is. Where? I read this one. Uh, they mine like fifteen to twenty bitcoins per day. Fifteen to twenty bitcoins per day. Wow. So what? Twenty bitcoins times twenty-seven thousand. They're generating five hundred forty forty thousand dollars of revenue a day, off of mining Bitcoin. Five hundred what? Five hundred forty thousand dollars. They they would mine it and just sell it right away. Five hundred forty
0: thousand dollars.
1: Mm-hmm. God dang. Fifteen. Okay, they said two bitcoins per day. Dude, oh, okay. Um. And this is okay.
0: Mara. You said this is Mara.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at. I'm looking at a Mara's investor presentation. If I could screen share, I, I could. I'm about to cover this with you. Oh. Uh, or you could pass host to me. Which sure one's easier? Don't you have to? Don't you have to
0: ask for the? O? Oh no! There you go. You should be able to share now.
1: Help me out here. How do I get it on? How do I share? Oh, you should be good now. Okay. Um, You got it. Can you see my screen? That's it. Okay.
0: You click share screen. Sure,
1: I see it. Thank you. Uh, okay. can
0: not come up yet, though.
1: There we go. There we go. Yes. So what I like like about this is that a lot of people don't understand how Bitcoin mining works. So I think it might it might be underpriced. Uh, basically, Bitcoin mining is that every ten minutes, the blockchain updates. We update everyone's balance, and this is part of the the security. Um, miners will try to basically they'll they'll solve a puzzle basically they're, they're racing to update the latest balances every 10 minutes and if if they're the first the first team to to solve what the next block is uh they get a bitcoin reward of of six like six and a quarter bitcoins six and a quarter bitcoins so
0: let's
1: see Okay, so this is their their growth plan. I think this is this is probably the more um, yeah. yeah this this has potential. So basically, they, they they ordered a bunch of miners. They already have some warehouses going, and they have batches of of them pre-ordered. They're coming in like early twenty twenty one, and third quarter so in August they have a bunch more coming in. So once they're at full scale by the end of next year, they'll be mining about 15 to 20 uh, Bitcoins per day. And saying at that point, the cost per Bitcoin is about 4,100. So yeah, you take a look at this uh, this little chart here. Their mining power goes up. The amount of equipment is going up because all their orders start coming in. They just plug them up and they have very cheap power. Four, four cents is very, very cheap. California, I'm paying like 19 cents. Again, 19. for four cents. Yeah. So, just showing what their cash flow is, it, it's saying if Bitcoin was $16,000, they, they would profit $7.7 7 If Bitcoin's 18000 they would profit $9 million per month. If Bitcoin's $20,000, uh, 10, 10000000 So,
0: you're saying like they're getting like 12 $13, 14000000 now?
1: Yeah. Basically, every Every two thousand dollar rise on Bitcoin's price, they're generating like another one point five million in profit per month. So every, th- so, th-
0: every two every two thousand. 000- yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Every two thousand that Bitcoin rises, they become one million dollars more profitable per month.
0: Oh, so tell me, is like, how 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 do I, if I'm a if I'm a first time user to to get onto this like. First of all, is there a website I can go on to like check this info out for, for Mara? And then two, like how would I be able to invest in something like this?
1: So they're a, they're, they're a stock. So just search for Mara. Uh, you should be able to access it through, through Robinhood or through TD Ameritrade. I'm
0: looking I'm
1: looking it now. So th- th- this is how the bet goes down. Okay? So if Bitcoin goes up to $100,000, they are printing money. If if Bitcoin corrects, if it goes down, um, then they're losing money. Like if it go, if, it, if Bitcoin drops below sixteen thousand, so their their cost per Bitcoin is only four thousand. As long as Bitcoin stays above four thousand, they're profitable. If Bitcoin goes up, goes a hundred thousand, this company's gonna it's gonna like skyrocket. Wow. So it's Mara stands for Marathon uh, Patent Group. So and the other one is Riot. So Marathon goes for. Uh, about ten dollars nineteen cents, right? Blockchain goes for thirteen dollars. So the question is, if we're getting a hundred k Bitcoin, they're going to be doing very well. They have contracts locked in for the miners. They have the cheapest electricity. Um, I I I like the I like the bet. Like if you if you bet right, uh, you the stock's gonna gonna take off.
0: Which one, Marathon?
1: Uh, Mara or Riot, so do a little bit of both, maybe put like 60%. That's I was about
0: to say, I'm going to put $200 on both, like, fuck it, like, I'm not going uh, to.
1: Yeah, it, it's a pretty good bet, and it, it's it's betting on what the price of Bitcoin will, will do, what the commodity will do, basically.
0: Um,
1: so the other one I went into bringing costs in the crypto space, this is through stocks, is MicroStrategy. MicroStrategy? Are you familiar with MicroStrategy and MicroSailor? Um, are you familiar with micro-strategy?
0: Never heard of MicroStrategy. I uh, today. I'll be on it. i be on it from yeah. now. Uh,
1: so they.
0: MSTR. God damn, it's three twenty-two.
1: Yeah. So they really took off back in August. They bought six hundred million dollars of Bitcoin at like eight thousand, eighteen thousand dollars per you Bitcoin. So they,
0: you see, you see, you, you see what I'm saying, like
1: how these companies were buying in when it was, dirt, when it was dirty, it was dirty, it was dirty mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, so the, the CEO, like he's a visionary, like he's, he's up there and like the thought leader in the space. And he's like the intersection between business, Bitcoin and economics. Um, he's an MIT grad. Okay. So his, his story is Michael Taylor. He, he, he understands digital scarce, digital scarcity as Bitcoin is, right? There's a finite amount. It's like this new system, this new monetary system that we're all um, part of now. He bought a bunch of websites, you know, like dog.com or, you know, bookstore.com. He bought all these websites on the very early days of the internet. Because once you buy that domain, uh, that's yours. And he, he flipped a bunch of those domains for millions of dollars. But if you're at Amazon, you're like, hey, I need I need my name, you know, a company name, I'll buy, and, and yeah, he, he made millions of dollars just off of selling uh, websites. So he, he's like way ahead of the curve and uh, yeah, super smart guy. So if you buy MicroStrategy, what you're buying is that he he owns a lot of, his company owns a lot of Bitcoins. They had $600 million of cash. And what he said was the dollar is depreciating a lot because of all these stimulus checks, because of all these deficits and... You know, it's, it could be a couple more years till we really get it on our feet. You know, airlines, airlines are not profitable. Uh, we don't want them to go out of business. Um, so he was saying that if pe- if we keep printing money like this, I'll be losing, my, my cash loses about 15, 20% of its value every year. I'd rather put it in Bitcoin. So he,
0: made so, so he, so, so he basically tripled his money already. Oh, more
1: more no, than that. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. If you buy one at eight, if you buy yeah. one at eight k, yeah. it's gonna
0: double at sixteen. It's gonna triple at twenty four. It said twenty what? Like twenty eight now? I mean twenty seven now? Twenty six?
1: Yeah. So he he kept buying. He bought more at nineteen k. He bought more at twenty two k. Um, I, I, I wanted to show. this part here so this is kind of a wild card play and like he 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 makes some very big bold conviction moves um he understands the internet space like i said he flipped domain names for millions of dollars like i think you'll get some surprises if you follow this guy like i would uh, um this is this one else i follow named preston um hi yeah yeah he has some he has some good Good one. It's called like the investor podcast. I wanted to show you what Michael Saylor's position was he. Okay. So this is Michael Saylor. This is the guy that bought like over a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin with his company. He says dollar cost average is like 16,000 though. What? And it's at twenty seven, so he's he's up like fifty percent, like on a billion something dollars worth of Bitcoin. Wow. Let me see if I can find this. I might.
0: No, see, I throw need. the towel here. I needed this because it's right. You know, like right now, I'm doing a purge right now, so it's like I'm just purging a lot of stuff that doesn't have to be a part of what I got going on, like. I like did some stuff I need to be studying, especially in the, in, the, in the tech space and and finances.
1: Okay. All right, so this one here, this wraps up what he, he held. So he bought 29,646 Bitcoin um, at 650 million. I think this was around 8,000 Bitcoin. And then he bought 70,000 Bitcoins uh, for 1.25 billion at about 16 and altogether he's a, he's averaging about 16, 16 and he he even borrowed money he 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 sold a bond this bond is like you know he just pays interest he made a pretty big bet he he took a bond for like 500 million and used it to buy bitcoin so that's that's how how's how bullish he is and yeah he's been making some rounds so yeah keep keep an eye so that's MicroStrategy MSTR. So Preston
0: Preston Pike and Michael Saylor.
1: Uh, Preston Pish and Michael Saylor. I'm about, I'm about to... Man. Yeah, their podcasts tend to be pretty long. Um, they're they go pretty deep into like you know the theory, what's going on in the economy, what's going on in government. Um, but basically to sum it up. Is Bitcoin is a better savings account than cash? If if you if we lose two percent a year from inflation, inflation is a co- cost. You know the prices of things keep rising. You know the cost of gas keeps going up. The Cost of homes going up. Homes are going up like crazy. Homes are going up like ten percent a year now. It's like your home is running away from you. If you if your goal is to be a homeowner, you're um, you're, you're never going to be able to afford that home if the house keep going up. So if you hold cash and it, it erodes at 2% per year, in 20, 20 years, your $100 is only worth $50. So, so cash, cash is a losing, cash is a losing uh, bet. So the ironic thing is when people will say, oh, I'd rather hold cash because I don't, it's volatile, I don't wanna lose money. If you hold cash, you lose 2% per year, you lose half your money in 20 years. You're guaranteed to lose. The thing with Bitcoin, it's it's volatile, but just hold it; it'll yeah. keep going up. Like oh, you're guaranteed the win.
0: Yeah, you guaranteed the win.
1: As long as you can hold it, if you look in a five-year time frame, Bitcoin has always risen in every time five-year, three to five-year time span. It's always gone up. So you keep enough cash on hand, uh, just pay the bills, any any emergencies, any excess cash should should go into investments, and you know Bitcoin needs to be one of them.
0: That makes sense, man. That makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. God. yeah. Yeah. So I just, you just gave me more work to do on top of all the work I'm already doing. I can't, okay. I can't wait though. I'm looking forward to it though.
1: All right. Glad, uh, glad that resonated with you. And inspired. Yeah. yeah. Exciting space right now. Um, it's It's been a long hold. Um, but we knew this was going somewhere you know we 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 held uh, so like one interesting question I don't know if who who's selling right now like who 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 would want to sell a dummy so if no one's selling price is going to go up
0: right? well, yeah so it's, it's like the, it's, the, it's the scarcity thing
1: it's yeah it's supply and demand so yeah. I'll, i want to show you one more thing this is something that Preston's page tweeted. So again, you know, just like any market, there's suppliers, there's demand. Supply a Bitcoin, you get 900 Bitcoin mined, mined per day. And this is the estimate of the demand. So Cash App users are buying up about 360 Bitcoins day. per day. PayPal, 630. PayPal has a bigger user base. You know, they built that user base on top of eBay uh, for the, almost 20 years. So PayPal is double. Grayscale Bitcoin that we mentioned earlier, they basically put Bitcoin uh, into retirement accounts. That's basically what they did.
0: That's probably why it's going up too.
1: They're buying a lot. So 1280 is daily. And then QBTC, I think it's like another holding company, like a Grayscale. So we're printing, we're mining 900 Bitcoins per day. And the consumption just from these big buyers is 2.6 K. So that's a 1,500 Bitcoin deficit. So the demand far outseeds the, the supply. You
0: said the demand outweighs the supply?
1: Yeah, like more people want to buy, you, you have um, you have a 1,500 Bitcoin a day shortage, just using that as, as an estimate, 1,500 Bitcoin shortage. So the price just keeps going up because no one wants to sell. So we're in new territory. We don't, we don't know at what point people are like, all right, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my Bitcoin for 50K. I'll give it to you for 100K. We, we don't know how high that goes. And then four years from now, it's going to half again. We're, instead of six Bitcoins per block, it's going to be three. Imagine what, what's the price is going to happen there where you get even more supply constraints. Like the demand adoption has picked up and the mining bitcoins has decreased anymore. it more it's it's going up. The,
0: the mine the mining yeah mm-hmm.
1: the, the block rewards are going to keep going down every four years block reward halves
0: you saying block reward
1: the mining reward yeah so the block reward is every 10 minutes uh, they update the block of what the balances are mm-hmm. they issue a six bitcoin reward 6.25 the exact in four years it's going to have again it's going to have the three um so yeah, four years from now, can only imagine. So there's some hesitation right now on like, oh, you know, I I, I missed the first run, I missed the second run. What, you gonna what, miss? What, what, what What would you say to anyone that feels like they, they missed?
0: Well, um, you missed the Apple run, you missed the Facebook run, <laughs> you missed the Amazon run. You better get on something, you better get on somebody train, you know what I mean? So it's just like, for, for me, I'm already thinking like I'm about to buy some Bitcoin every day. I'm about to set a a, a pace to get some every day. And just going you know what I'm saying? Like compile it. Where where is it? Where is it gonna go? Why not put a small percentage in a portfolio? Just like I know you peeked this out. Uh, what's the what's buddy name from Tesla? Elon Musk. He called out Dogecoin, price double. I own a uh, a few hundred uh, coins of that, but it ain't nothing, but it's, it's literally like less than a penny, you know? But I'm just like, what's the future of Dogecoin? Will the youth ever get a hold of it and build something on that platform that's sustainable for the future? And if they do, man, listen. The children don't even, I don't think the children realize how powerful they, they can be going forward just by starting now.
1: Yeah, I saw that run on Dogecoin. That, that's always been like the 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 joke, the meme dog coin. I still don't understand it. You know, I, I still think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. That, that shows the power of like influencers. So like why does a coin go up? One is it, it's adopted, right? The adoption has gone up. Like more people are holding it and secondly it, it does something so that dogecoin does uh it's like a tipping thing uh ethereum does smart contracts people are basically built a bank on top of ethereum mm-hmm. so that's it's useful we call it utility so ethereum has a lot of a lot of adoption going on it's actually useful um eth- yeah ethereum has good like long-term potential too that's, that's yeah and uh, I think Twitter is also a very important space to watch too, like yes, the stock of Twitter.
0: Yes, it is. Because it's the media. It's the media phase of things.
1: All these podcasts, communities, the Bitcoin communities, it, the exchanges happen minute to minute uh, on, on Twitter. Like there's no faster way to, to do it, do that and the way it connects everyone. So I'm, I'm pretty bullish on Twitter as, um, you know, we're going to some interesting times, what's going on and and twi- the way twitter connects people it does it doesn't it in ways that facebook can't facebook is more personal you don't accept everyone on facebook you can follow so and twitter is only like 60 billion facebook is almost a billion i think twitter is like severely undervalued
0: somebody else said that too gary v said that shit
1: uh, all, all the cele- all the celebrities are on there, and these celebrities, uh, these thought leaders, these communities, like they're on there like throughout the day. You know, they want to check what what are people saying. You know, like what's yeah. what what are markets doing. So, yeah. I and i I feel like a lot of people are are missing it. I think some people that came in early on Twitter, um, they've had trouble monetizing. Trouble in a sense like it's hard to, it's hard to exactly to sell ads on it um this ad model doesn't if they moved to like a subscription if they kind of changed the way they monetize but the the network effect the celebrity effect uh the community effect is like it's like massive like people would miss twitter you know if, if it was gone hmm.
0: what you think about uh squire talking about acquiring title
1: uh, so Square's trying to acquire Jay-Z's uh, podcast,
0: right? No, his uh his streaming service. Uh,
1: streaming service. Um, right. Um I I remember when he launched that and it kind of faded away. Like he initially put he, he initially put his music exclusive to there and then that it didn't really take off. So it seems like it seems like Spotify is kind of dominating that space the and, yeah and so is like amazon and google um i don't know what what does that mean um mean to you like as a as an artist if he were to sell it to jack dorsey and square i me personally
0: i i wouldn't be in that i know the value of art you know what i mean in the um in the space of technology Streaming has cut down like the money that moves and exchanges from hand to hand to artists, you know, peer to peer. So it's like somebody like Nipsey Hussle showed me that when you're able to create something substantial in the marketplace and you integrate vertically, nothing can really like, nothing can change you from the streams that you're getting. You create your value by like being the artist or the perspective artist that you are. Meaning like you can come out with a $100 mixtape, right? And you might have some people that buy it at $10, but if you have physical merch, people buying it. But like going back to title, it's it's one of those things where it's not like he's selling the culture, but he is in a sense if he gives it up because the shareholders are artists. The You know what I'm saying? And I think it's still a private group that owns, you know what I'm saying, title. So... Entitled, from what from my understanding, entitled pays out the most money when artists actually um, get their music streamed. It's one of the top paying companies that pay out. But I just, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like he's a businessman. So businessmen tend to sell when they see things going in the red, or when they see okay, it's not really a lucrative opportunity. But to me, with with, with Square talking about purchasing it. That would be a big move for for Square because now you're leverage, you're leveraging off of the talk of Bitcoin, the talk of business with swipe swiping a card. Now you're gonna offer something to music artists that could possibly be substantial to them. If I was if I was in the shoes of Jay Z, I would probably offer some type of a uh, ownership in, maybe not maybe not sell the full product because it's like. You can really take the platform to another level by partnering up with somebody who's selling their percentage of the company to them. Because now they bring something to the table.
1: So my thoughts are, it's possible to integrate title and and kind of respect the integrity of the artist, kind of respect that cultural ownership aspect. So if if it does happen, and again, it's just in talks or it's speculative, you know, it's a rumor, there's ways to do it. You know, do it the right way. Um, secondly, I would say, um, in terms of like those artists being paid the most, say if they're exclusive to that platform, there's two ways you get paid, right? One is like, do you want you know $1, $100 bills or you want a million dollar bills? You know, volume, volume pays. So the the streaming space, the the podcasting, and you know, there's different there's different models. Um, one is like ads, like Pandora another one that kind of faded away uh serious radio like there's different subscription models on apple music you can buy the song outright Mm -hmm. on spotify you can you can like do a subscription and then your money gets divvies up between all artists you listen to there's so many different um business models yeah so it's it's uh that that's a tough neighborhood to be in because your competitors are fierce right they are backed by billions and you're, you're you're competing against different business models, pricing models, and it's a technology platform. So whoever technology platforms the best mm-hmm. is gonna gonna attract the users. So transferring the square, you're gonna have to integrate them well. Um it people are on on that app like all it it becomes a super app where you you know they could have like they already have shopping on there, you can buy gift cards on there, like they they keep building more and more on top of it. So it, it's an interesting you know it's it's like a potential partnership or acquisition
0: yeah it it is because it makes me think like damn like if i was in that position like how would i how am i working what am i doing how what am i you know what is my pace you know what i'm saying so that's um mm, i think that's something i'll be really thinking about this week man and probably have more for you but i i i uh like I said, man, I, I appreciate this this space because it's get, it's got me thinking. And I'm like, man, like, I I can only imagine, bro, like two years from now saying, because I was making these moves and how I was making them, it, it helped me out, bro. So, yeah, I don't want to hold you, man. I definitely appreciate, you know, you checking, checking in and doing, man, you know, doing this. So if you got any words, you know what I'm saying, or advice just dealing in, just dealing in these sectors, man. Just just drop that before we get off, man.
1: All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for having me. I um, mean, it's, it's been it's been a good you know it's been a good year for investors. Um, very thankful for that. I just encourage everyone. You know, if you're, you're doing well, you know, sh- share share the abundance with with others. I've sent out some Christmas gifts uh, to people that I knew were in like harder times. So um there's plenty more opportunities to come you know there's the the garden is becoming you know more more abundant so I think just keep keep sharing the knowledge and keep you know sharing with others that's really all I have to say
0: yeah I feel and and one one other thing that I know that I've been doing personally is um I've been investing into to uh, books and tangible information where I'm starting to see people around me wanting more. So like uh, that 25 Sale Habits has been a great book that my cousin was talking to me. I was like, listen, if you want to have a space, here it is. Let's go forth and do this. I buy this book. We'll start by building our conversations going forward with this. And a couple other people got the book too. So that way it's just like I, my team is getting strong and things are looking up, so. Again, man, I appreciate you, man. I ain't going to hold you, and I'm looking forward to the next one, man. All
1: right. I, God, I can talk good. to you, bro. Have a good night.
0: Peace, man. All right, bro.